Trades Work, the Rocky Mountain Mechanical Contractors Association podcast starts right now. Here's your host, Dave DeVito. On this week's episode, I'm excited to have two guests in the studio with me. We've had a chance to hear from several of our contractor members about the amazing work they do throughout Colorado. Today, we will hear about how they work together. Please welcome Greg Fries from Murphy Company and Jamie Hodges from ICM. We've had guests from both Murphy and ICM before, but today's show will have a different focus. Greg, Jamie, thank you for being here with us today. You bet. Thanks, Dave. All right, before we dive into this, into the meat of the show today to talk about your organizations and how they collaborate on large projects, I think our listeners would like to learn a little bit more about you individually. So, Greg, let's start with you. Will you share a bit about what brought you here today, your background, and your current role at Murphy Company? Absolutely, Dave. Thank you. So, I, uh, in my current role at Murphy, I'm the general manager over our Colorado operation, which is based in Thornton and serves all of uh, Colorado up and down the Front Range. I'm actually a mechanical engineer by background and uh, really support the sales side of the business, work with Jamie on a lot of the different projects that we're pursuing. And, um, and in the construction world, that plays into estimating and sales and pre-constructioning and uh, budgeting and that type of thing for a lot of our clients. Numbers are important. Yeah, numbers are important, and every construction project starts with a number. Yeah. So uh, how long have you been with Murphy Company? Tell us a little bit more about your engineering background. So uh, I've got a mechanical engineering degree from Cleveland State University, and so the cat's out of the bag. I am a transplant here to Colorado, and I've been with Murphy since about 2007. I was hired on as an estimator and worked my way up to general manager of the office. Great. How about you, Jamie? Why don't you talk to us a little bit about your background and career path that got you into the role you're in and what you're doing at uh, ICM today? All right. Yeah, so I uh, I actually always thought I wanted to be a civil engineer. That's that's what I went to school for. But when I met the owner of ICM, he started telling me all about the industrial market and telling me the different places that they work and different things they do with the steel mills and power plants, cement plants, and he took me out, started showing me pictures of stuff and taking me to job sites, and it was it was kind of a no-brainer. I mean, once you look at that and you look at roadways, and it's like, I don't know why I wanted to build roads for a living when I could go build a power plant. Well, pretty much from there, it just it took off. I got into ICM about 18 years ago, um, started in the field, uh, doing field engineering work, surveying, layout, just helping guys with drawings, document control, and, and kind of moved up through the company as a estimator and project engineer, project manager, and now I'm the uh, executive vice president. Been in this role for about five years now and moved up to Denver about five years ago when we opened this branch up here. Moved from, you are down south? Yep, yep, I was down in Pueblo. Great. Well, you guys both kind of got here by happenstance, and I think the, in the at least the construction and uh, service industry, a lot of folks kind of fall into those roles, and and both uh, you have an engineering background is, is really helpful and an instrumental piece of what we do. You've both been in this industry for some time now and seen a lot of cool projects in our state. Um, I want to focus a little bit on that today. Murphy and ICM often work on the same job sites, which is somewhat unique, but not really. Uh, maybe our listeners don't understand or know that several contractors 
from one particular sector can be employed on a single project. So talk to us a little bit about how does that partnership work and how do you collaborate in between the two companies? It's a great partnership that, that we have with Murphy. We're, I mean, we're at multiple different uh, industrial facilities right now out at, out at Coors, Cordon Pharma. Um, there's just all, all over the front range, really. Um, but I guess the relationship we have is we, we know each other. We know each other's strengths and weaknesses, and we're able to give the customer the absolute best product. We work together in a lot of uh, manufacturing environments, it seems like, you know, as we were mm-hmm. going through the list, breweries, pharmaceutical plants, facility in Pueblo that makes brake pads for a lot of the major jet airliners that a lot of us fly on. And our firms both will self-perform piping scope, but ICM does a lot of industrial millwright-type work that we don't do, and then conversely, we will do plumbing and sheet metal and some of the later commercial-type application. And so it's it's kind of neat to see where we found our little niches in the marketplace mm-hmm. working together, and our our crews and our staff have have worked side by side with each other for many years, and it's we formed a really really nice partnership over the years. Yeah, yeah we have. Yep, we can really play off each other's strengths and make sure that the customer is getting the best product out there. Great. So you talk uh, plumbing. We know what that is: sheet metal, duct work, big metal tubes and ducts that mm-hmm. go into projects. What's what's millwrights? Describe that a little bit. Yeah, so millwrights are industrial mechanics. So. Really, like out at the Coors facility, we install a lot of the bottling equipment, palletizers, packaging. Uh, out at the airport, we do a lot of the baggage handling out there. So all the conveyors that are underground that are moving everybody's bags from the planes and back to the counters where they pick them up and drop them off. And hmm. that's, millwrights do all that. Great. Well, that helps give us perspective. Because in construction, we often get in our own lingo and our own that's space. Right. And uh, millwrights is not something we probably talk a lot about. <clears throat> So talk to us about your favorite projects. I'm going to start with you, Jamie, first. Um, what is one of your favorite projects that you guys have collaborated on? Um, you know, out at, out at Coors, I don't know if there's one project specific, but a lot of the work out there, like we just recently did, we moved all the uh, cooling water ponds from out in front of Coors up onto the roof of one of the buildings out at Coors. And so ICM went in and reinforced the building and did a lot of the steel, the structural steel reinforcement, built a new platform up on the roof. And then Murphy came in behind us and installed the cooling towers, put all the pipe up. Um, we worked together with rigging a lot of that equipment in and making sure that, that the supports were there and everything was there for Murphy to, to come in and just do their, their side of it. And by rigging, you mean like lifting cranes and heavy yep. equipment and yep. pieces like that? Exactly, exactly. We had the crane out in front of the building, and so we would hook all the the slings and chokers up to the equipment and put the equipment up on the roof. Same question for you, Greg. I don't know that I have a specific project, but we do a lot of work together in the pharmaceutical markets. And, and pharmaceutical is really strong in the front range. And then when we say pharmaceutical, we're referring to companies that make drugs and medications for people. And for all the different places that we work, it's neat to work in an environment, particularly some of these facilities that actually make products for cancer patients or other patients that that the product that they're making actually helps save lives. And it's just really cool to be on a project like at Cordon Pharma or Agilent Technologies or one of these facilities 
where we're we're setting equipment or piping equipment and at the end of the day the stuff that comes out of there is helping people mm. and that's just that's something really kind of cool now we also love working in beer plants because <laughs> so many people in the front range drink beer in between Anheuser-Busch and Miller Coors. Um, most people can relate to that, mm-hmm. uh, even if they're not beer drinkers. And so those are two two facilities that we've done countless projects together that also have an immediate impact on people. Yeah, who doesn't like a good beer, especially in this state, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, as we kind of talked a little bit before, it's really not uncommon to see more than one of our contractor members on a job um, or multiple people with the same trade workers being on a job site at the, at the same time. What do you think the keys to collaboration and success is? Uh, and what are some of the challenges when you have multi, multi-contractors in the same trade on a single project? Greg, how about you? So I think there are two specific answers that I would like everybody in the construction industry to know. Number one is communicate. And it's such a, um, such a captain obvious kind of answer, but communication and poor communication is one of the things that can deteriorate a construction project. And as, as an example, emails, uh, so many emails fly around in today's world and so many phone calls and sometimes things get left out on the day-to-day on a project. So don't lose sight of the communication. I think the other thing is, uh, in in a lot of respects, things have become more complicated than they need to be. And I think sometimes if we go back to our core that we we build things, we build systems, and uh, don't lose sight of that. That's important. How about you, Jamie? Yeah, I think I think Greg hit it on the head with the communication because that's that's the one thing that the advantage of us working a lot together on a lot of the same facilities is we really understand each other and we're we're used to working with each other and the clients are used to working with us or the customers are and so we're all on the same page and when you get onto some other projects larger projects with lots of different contractors out there i mean being on the same page you have to be and if you lose communication on that and the scheduling and it can all just go downhill really quick. Communications, we're in the people business, and uh, making sure we communicate effectively and timely is uh, really important, especially with supply chain issues that we see here of recent. So let's talk about uh, our community impact. Both of you share you know, kind of how you got into this business. What kind of impact do you think you get to have in this business on your community? It's something when I was in college, it's not really something that I thought about was having – community impact and community involvement but it's once I got to know the owner of ICM or the founder of ICM he was very very involved in the community with pretty much I mean Red Cross uh, going to all the schools helping children read that was something that he really pushed through ICM and so it's something that I really got into and I really enjoy doing and now really aside from doing that one of the best things is really trying to grow the trade and so getting out to the high schools and talking to families and letting the kids know about everything that that the construction industry has to offer and how they can actually have a better better lifestyle and better living if they start talking to us about the the unions and the different crafts that are out there and so it's it's not really something like going and volunteering but actually getting the kids in and showing them and teaching them and seeing what they can do for themselves Uh, that's great we need more of that for sure how about you greg yeah, kind of similar to what Jamie was talking about. We've we've been involved with United Way for a long time, and United Way has a strong presence here in Denver. And 
Uh, it's been neat seeing some of our people both at the in the office and in the craft level get involved, and there's so many different ways you can reach out and help people in our community. And I, I do find that the construction community is a, is a really tight-knit community. People genuinely seem to want to help in our business. And I'm not sure why that is other than we just have the best people in the industry is <laughs> I think what it comes down to. But um, we never seem to have problem getting our people to want to go participate and, and do events like that. And that's led into other things. Is Another thing with construction is the industry involvement through AGC, through Rocky Mountain MCA, through uh, chapters like uh, ASHRAE for our mechanical engineering partners, ISPE for our pharmaceutical partners. There's a lot of different trade entities in town that do a really good job of pulling in the youth and pulling people into our industry, whether it's you know somebody that's working with tools or somebody that's in engineering. And and as, as contractors, we're able to touch so many different people in the industry. Well, thanks for your insights there. So let's talk a little bit about the industry and where we're going. Um, I know you all have seen the industry evolve in the time that you've been involved, not just here in Colorado, but uh, ever since graduating from school. So talk to me about what you think has been the biggest transformation in our field over the years and what advancements do you anticipate as you look through the lens of the future? I think the biggest change I've seen in the last 20-some-odd years is virtual construction which uh, essentially means we are now building things in the computer before we're actually building them in the real world uh, through building information modeling, BIM, VDC, and all of these types of things. And so that's helped projects move faster to some degree. It allows contractors like us to get onboarded earlier in the process and be able to contribute to the design of the project as it gets finalized. At some point, I think we're going to see this virtual construction only get bigger and better. We'll get to the point where we can estimate construction projects through the through this three-dimensional model. In fact, some of that's already happening today. But for an owner to see their plant on a computer screen of what it's going to look like and put on a set of of virtual reality goggles and actually live in the world before we've installed one piece of pipe or duct is pretty amazing. And so it'll be interesting to see how that con continues to transform the construction industry. How about you, Jamie? Yeah, I'm going to have to stop letting you go first because <laughs> that's exactly it. I mean, the technology is amazing and every, everything that Greg mentioned and just how you build everything on the computer and you can put on the VR headset and go walk around and see all of it ahead of time. is just, it's phenomenal. One of the other things that, that we're seeing too is the robotics. There's a lot of robotics happening from pipe welding to actual assembly of equipment and a lot of the facilities that we would go into when we would do the actual equipment installs or assembly, there's, there's robots that are doing a lot of it. And so we're having to actually adapt to where we're actually now working on the robots instead of the equipment and it's pretty wild to see how far technology's come from i mean from now we don't even have paper on the job sites most of the time everybody has their ipads or their surfaces out there and it's moving quick lots of new toys on the job sites yep. all right well thank you for those insights so final question and we'll start with you jamie uh <laughs> if you could choose any other profession in the world what would you choose or what did you think you would be when you were younger and were going to grow up you know i always thought uh i always thought it'd be cool to be a pilot never got there but it's something that I still would like to do someday so I know my wife doesn't 
agree with that and wouldn't be okay with it, but <laughs> it's, it's something that I would absolutely love to do. How about you? Jamie stole my thunder like I stole his. <laughs> a commercial pilot is exactly what I would have been, too, to be honest with you. <laughs> I took uh, flying lessons at one point and just I love love to operate this big piece of equipment with this big gigantic engine on it and but uh found myself building mechanical systems instead which has been a pretty dang good career let's just go in on it and go we'll get our licenses let's do it (laughs) a note to self i'll follow and make sure i know who's flying (laughs) and if you see me on your future flight you know at least i trust that uh you're going to get us there and if you don't that's a problem well good Well, thank you both for being here and sharing your experiences as leaders in your field and in your respective firms. I appreciate your commitment to the industry and making it the very best it can be. Uh, We're very lucky to have both Murphy and ICM as members, uh, and we're very blessed to have you as leaders of those firms. So thank you very much. Thank you, Dave. We appreciate all that you do. Thank you. All right. Well, that is going to conclude our show today, folks. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for more industry insights, news, and information about the women and men building our communities, building our skylines, building our future. Tradeswork is a production of the Rocky Mountain Mechanical Contractors Association. For more information about our organization, please visit rmmca.org.